Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In an election that will determine the fate of the entire universe, there's only one podcast holding politicians accountable. Scott Morrison. Anthony Albanese. Who will lose? Find out on The Chaser Report, Election Edition. Hello and welcome to the Election Wrap Edition of The Chaser Report. It is Monday the 23rd of May, two days after female voters and female candidates stormed into Canberra, turfing out the Morrison government. And here at The Chaser Report, what better way to mark the occasion when women stood up and took back power in this nation by gathering around the podcast table, Charles Firth, Chris Taylor, Craig Rucastle, Chaslett Chidello, Andrew Hanson and me, Dom Knight. Six men! <laughs> what a celebration, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Sucked in, Scott Morrison. You're not the only one with a tin ear. <laughs> well, if, if the libs can be six men, then we can be six men. <laughs> what the libs are now. Did anyone watch the election? Uh, mm. Didn't like it? Yes, I watched it, but I watched it with Charles. So my... View of what was going on was very skewed by his emotional roller coaster on the night. Yes, it's interesting because my son texted me saying, Can you thank Charles and tell mm. him to keep tweeting? Because my son was out and he said, I'm following the election coverage based on Charles's <laughs> tweets. Yeah. And I was oh. like, This is, I don't know if this is, do I say this is a good or a bad thing? It's, it's kind of like it, Charles is kind of like the Anthony Green, except that he's drunk and has no data. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Well, the thing is, I take an emotional approach mm. to, to mm. election numbers. So yes. they come in, you see a number, and you emotionally react to it, and you tweet out about it. Well, That's this is it. I mean, I've got your tweets. Mm. And we do, I mean, we should maybe analyse mm. how good uh, Charles is as an election analyst based on his tweets in the night. Right. Mm. He started at about pretty much six o'clock, so yeah, yeah. nothing's been counted there. Yeah. Three votes have come in. But he's still emotional already. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's oh. very, his, his emotions <laughs> begin the moment the polls close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got... We've got in the booth of Norfolk Island, and he's like, <laughs> I have a terrible feeling. So he's already called it early. Yeah. Terrible <laughs> feeling. What? So who's voting in Norfolk Island? Is it cows just voting? <laughs> well, very what, conservative what? cows, according <laughs> to the results. Charles, what was your terrible what? feeling, Charles? What was yeah, your Charles, was your terrible feeling? feeling about the election or about your life? Well, of course, <laughs> you know, as an impartial, impartial observer to this uh, election, the terrible feeling wasn't that the Libs were holding very well in Bass and Bread. It was... It was basically the rural seats in Bass and Braddon that were coming in at that point. Yes. There was one booth and in Tassie, the most rural booth and the most rural electorate in the most rural state, and Charles is going, oh, shit, this is yeah. Yeah. And, and Braddon actually ended up swinging, I think, about 13% to the Libs. It was the yeah. only seat in the yeah. country that sw- had a and big swing. Braddon and Bass, and it was yeah. almost like... Election night was produced like a reality show. You know where there's always Mister X. Yeah, you, you think one contestant's going. Yeah, but it's sort of oh, they yeah. pulled the wool over our eyes, and it's just a red herring. It yeah. was almost whoever came up with the decision to brilliant. call Braddon and Bass first, yes. just to make it a little bit tense for yeah. the inevitable. You know, or the mm. 
Labor fans or Greens fans watching, I thought it made the the, the, the night almost interesting. I know, <laughs> I know. It was, it, they were so many misdirects. I mean, the Channel 10 advertising for their show, I thought Julie Goodwin was going to go home at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but also, there was a moment there when everyone was absolutely certain that Peter Dutton was going to lose. And people well, yeah. we'll get to that. Hang on, let's get to Charles's <laughs> analysis. And he may, he may yet still lose by winning the leadership of the That's Liberal right. Party. Yeah. That'll do. Okay, so we're going so to Charles. So Charles has gone from tweets. I have a terrible feeling to fuck, Labor's not looking good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's yeah. called it early, Labor's losing this one. Yeah. yeah. How, 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 how do you spell fuck? F triple A R K. Triple A rating. Triple A fuck. Yeah, Fuck. So that's so, that, so, so yeah. far not too good. Then he mm. was like, then he was looks like Zimmerman, Zimmerman, Sharma, Felinski, Wilson are all in terrible trouble. Greens on track to pick up two to three extra lower house seats. This is an incredible election. Charles Firth, look at that. Yeah, look at that. That, that, was, that was correct. That was really early on. As One well. from three. Yeah, yeah. So far. So what? Well, that was partly because um, one of my friends rang me and said that I my previous tweets had made her mum. So anxious that she was unable to come but, to the party. And who, could I tweet something a bit more positive? Whose mum is getting their election results from your <laughs> tweets? Yeah, all so mainstream <laughs> television networks all covering the well, in uh, Sky as well. On yeah. like who yes. chooses the first option well, on election you, night? If Two you people want in this co- very conversation: <laughs> Craig's son and so a friend's mother. Yeah. Well, well, follow-up question is: Why is Charles being like heralded as some kind of genius when he's just his tweet basically <laughs> repeated what every other? <laughs> election coverage had already called at that point. No, that is no, not this true. Is early. Oh, this is early. early. What, is this, this, is early in, this is still, what, yeah, Norfolk six, Island time? 6.30 time, six, I reckon. 6.30, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, this is yeah, Charles' yeah. head of the, Charles then, next tweet was, this is the greatest night in Australian history <laughs> <laughs> because he's got Peter Dutton losing to Ali France. Mm. I don't know what, about 12 votes counted at this point? <laughs> <laughs> but didn't the ABC, I certainly heard the yeah, ABC had called it at one point. I, mm. Channel 9 and ABC had both called. Uh, Dutton losing Dixon. So mm. again, Charles has repeated information <laughs> from mainstream <laughs> sources. But yeah, oh, we all had that roller coaster. Yeah. I was yeah. almost prepared to give ScoMo the election if Dutton lost. <laughs> that was my ideal scenario. Do you know what was amazing? Is it, is it when when it looked like Dutton and Frydenberg were going? <laughs> We sat there and looked at the front bench of the Liberal Party. Yes, yes, it's same. It's fucking amazing. Yes. Like there's, it is so bereft of talent. Yeah. Like kind of Birmingham was – and Birmingham's in the Senate. So, so you, you can't do it, yeah. Up. It was extraordinary. Well, yeah, it it was was, I think even today I saw Bridget Archer being touted as a genuine deputy yeah. leader. And, and I've always had a bit of time for her. She was the one that stood up to the party she on crossed sort the floor. Of transgender mm. issues mm. and religious discrimination. So in a way that's the moderate voice they might need. But like – Four days ago, would anyone have been talking about Bridget, <laughs> Bridget Archer's Archer. leadership material? <laughs> well, I was looking for a potato in the kitchen, so I could sort of take a photo of put out your potatoes and oh, try yes. and get. And no, but before before I could even find a potato, they didn't have something growing out of it. What was the great problem? They didn't run a teal against Dutton. They only had the Labor Ali France is her name. Yep. Like if you tilled against Dutton. Or the, green. That, like, mm. wasn't the lesson of Saturday just put a teal against everyone you hate? Unfortunately, <laughs> 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 well, I should say I'm really loving at the moment, right now, I'm loving the education campaign going on amongst the Liberals about who are the other Liberals because the 
candidates they're touting to run yes. against Peter Dutton are all people I've never heard of, like <laughs> Karen Andrews. Who the hell is that? And so it's a really good education campaign to, to learn about all these liberals you didn't know existed. Hang on, really, I Ka- think Kevin Andrews should come back. Yeah, well, Karen Andrews sounds like a, re- a re- reboot of Kevin, Kevin Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. Has, has Kevin Andrews transitioned? No one noticed. He was the trans candidate. <laughs> Catherine Daves would have been very upset about that. We'll get to her. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The only podcast without UAP ads, The Chaser Report. Uh, Charles Firth then, next call. And again, this is one he got right. Mm-hmm. He got it right. Um, I guess we should assess his professionalism as a commentator. Would this have been what Anthony Gray would have said? Mm. Uh, Christina Keneally behind, showing that she's behind in Fowler. And Charles' analysis is, ha, 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 ha
Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So because actually the TV is always about fifteen minutes behind yeah. the results coming, the data, mm. and so you can just appear like you know you, you've got inside word. Mm. Yes, uh, is that is that how you web. appeared? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like such as this. I mean, this this analysis. Damn, looks like Dutton might squeak home on the preferences of the various Nazi parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that to be fair, that was Andrew's call. Um, I think on Tuesday of last week was it there were was it did you say twenty eight Nazi parties running? Andrew, how did you feel about the Nazi performance? Last night, on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, I was a little disappointed not to see any of the Nazis getting up. I thought there were so many of them on my ballot paper. I mean, my, I mean it was just it was seriously an enormous number. And I had to search. It's like finding a needle in a haystack to find the actual Liberal and Labor parties on this enormous piece of paper full of nutters. Uh, so it was, it was just surprising that uh, yeah. Yeah, it, none it, of them seemed to prevail. It is interesting voting, isn't it? Like, you, you get there. Having you know whether you've followed the campaign or not, but assume most people listening to this podcast probably have a, a level of engagement. Mm. You finally get into that little cardboard booth with your pencil, and you realise you don't know most of the people running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or even you, the party. You've got it. There's a minimum of six, I think, you need to vote. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, after about three, I was done. I, yeah, so yeah, I don't. Yeah. Who's yeah. the pirate party? And and I think the reason like legalised cannabis has a chance of picking up a senate seat mm, is, is, is clear. Well, it's a literal party name. I mean, I yeah. think, and there was another one called Federal ICAC Now Party. Mm. So you kind of knew where they stood. Oh, then there's I ones like Chris. Reason you, you, or Free, and you go, I don't really know what they stand for. So, uh, you know, well, well, Reason, reason is fucked it. I mean, Reason used to be called the Sex Party. Everyone knew exactly yeah. what they were all about. Oh, yeah. Sex. Mm. We were broadly pro sex, but Reason, it's reason. a much worse brand. Well, I, I don't know about the Federal ICAC Now Party. I don't think I ended up voting for that because. You think they're a front? Because it was like. Well, I bet you they're not in favour of the federal like yeah. well, that's what it's you start the same with yeah. the legalised cannabis party. They're they're against legalising cannabis. What about yeah. those those acronym parties? Like wasn't mm. there T I L? No T N L. And like, I looked like, it up. They support letters. It's the new T N L is the new liberals. They were called the new liberals, but then the AEC said they couldn't be called the new liberals. So they're basically what the liberals would be like if Malcolm Turnbull still ran them. So it would have been actually pretty popular in the teal but, seats. But so no is Malcolm Turnbull in every seat? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon, though, we need to change the electoral rules to have give, every party has to have a literal name. So, like, because yes. if, yes. if we've learnt nothing else from legalised cannabis, it's that, oh, people who don't aren't really engaged, because, oh, that sounds cool, I vote for them. So if, like, the Labor Party yes. weren't called Labor Party, but soft approach to climate action. (laughs) You know, everyone was forced to actually Mm. literalise their policy position Mm. to make it more easy for punters like us to know who to vote. But then then there'd be a lot of parties called just just in it for the superannuation party. (laughs) (laughs) But also the Liberal Party's just purged all the Liberals who are actually in the party. And also, wouldn't wouldn't One Nation have a problem with the Liberal Party because... The Liberal Party would be called the One Nation Party now. Yeah, well, what would the yeah what's or the Liberal Party literal name would be? Let's keep the Billalaya family locked up <laughs> yeah. in a birth detention centre for as long as possible. Party, <laughs> and and they get a couple of votes maybe, but the rest of us would know where they stand on that issue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So, well, Charles, what do we think of Charles as a, as a political analyst? Did he did he actually end up with it? Like, what was, uh, his, what look was his summary? His of the final night? summary. I think he's going. <laughs> I think he's kind of right in the fact that he says basically it'll probably be a majority because of Western Australia, and he also says on the plus side, if Dutton retains his seat. He'll be in Canberra a lot, which will make it easier for him to attend federal ICAC hearings. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I think actually, you called that right. Speaking yeah. about the, the the reality show, it was WA that came in and basically decided the whole thing. I mean, it was once they went yeah. Labor, 
It was it was all over. It was pretty much the Charles only was right. the only state where the predicted swing happened, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like the swings elsewhere were pretty marginal, but but WA was a genuine red wall. You know, can't, I don't know if that's a McGowan factor or or what, but mm. that was sort of again, yeah, it couldn't have been scripted better to sort of leave the the big rush of results right to the end. It was re- because Scott Morrison said that they lived in caves. Remember that? Oh, the Croods. That was what it was. It was the Croods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't call a state the Croods <laughs> to get re-elected. If you actually look at where the Libs got hammered, the pandemic had a big effect. Like Frydenberg's loss is not just because of the Teals and the, and the climate stuff. Mm. It's because he was seen as a traitor to Victoria at the time oh, and some of the others. And, right. and similarly with WA is they backed Palmer against WA yeah. and yeah. made all these calls. Like they really got hammered by their position in the pandemic. But Charles, also why didn't you put that in a tweet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also the pan- to be fair, the pandemic has killed a lot of coalition voters. <laughs> oh. Also, I don't want to. I don't want to distract with actual analysis. But um, but um, Christina Keneally, I think probably it didn't help her that her seat was the centre of lockdown of the, of the lockdown in mm. in a, in New South Wales, and yeah. Di Lee was the head of the resistance against the lockdown yeah. in New South Wales. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. That's a fact. That, that that there is a fact. I assume we'll edit yeah. out all this serious analysis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. uh, I, I note that Dali is a former ABC journalist. I was as well. a, I was in yeah. the ABC cadetship intake with Dali. Really, year, which would really? be oh. nineteen ninety five. Have you got any so? gossip to spill? About you it? bring her down. Well, like Christina Keneally, she's a horrible, horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no, no she's, she's not. She's she, actually very lovely. She's a lovely person, and uh, yeah. it's interesting to see who went further in their journalistic career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a podcast on this Chaser <laughs> Network. <laughs> she's now an MP. Well, let's leave this here for today. We'll reconvene tomorrow. We'll just all come back tomorrow. It's not, it's not yeah. as though we're pre-recording a batch of these in one sitting. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll do that. Yeah. Our gears from Road Microphones are part of the ACAST Creator Network. Catch you tomorrow with, curiously, the same people. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.